In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Join me, Dr. Karen Kambule, as we pursue the Word, the Lord Jesus, searching scriptures to find solutions to life's issues. Welcome to Word Anchor Podcast. Download and share with your friends and your family. Stay blessed. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Word Anchor Podcast. In this episode, we talk to the issue of the voices that speak to your life. The end times are characterized by disasters, lawlessness, challenges, incurable diseases, financial troubles, and a whole lot of things, including false prophets and teachers. The more challenges people face, the more desperate some become. And in their state of desperation, they seek for a voice that will speak, a voice that will bring solution, a voice that will lead them in the right path. They seek a voice for solutions. What is it that one has to do to come out of that situation? People are desperate for revelations. They want to know what is troubling them. What are the solutions? They want to know when their troubles will end and how. The one that is sick seeks divine healing, seeks to know what causes that sickness because medicine comes to a certain point and starts failing at some point. Some marriages are in trouble. Husbands are looking for their wives. The wives are looking for their husbands. Children have gone haywire in some families and Parents are looking for solutions. The workplace has become a war zone. In some places, people are fighting for that position. Hospitals are full. Medical professionals are exhausted. There's just so many things, so many challenges, so many things going on at the same time. Then out of nowhere will come a person that will start telling people their ID numbers, the clothes that they were wearing the previous night, the food that is in their fridge, on their cupboard. People are desperate. When they see just even a little bit of something supernatural, supernatural revelation and wisdom and knowledge, they will run to that person. They're desperate and they find someone that excites them, someone that seems to be bringing solutions to their problems, somebody that seems to have a supernatural ability to know and see things which are otherwise not revealed to other people. And people will begin to elevate that person in no time that person will be elevated to a higher stature. Word travels fast and people will start flocking to see that person who is so gifted. And as more people come to that person desperate for answers, that person may even begin charging a fee to those that seek answers and direct access. We have seen many arguments in social media about whether or not as a servant of God you need to pay, you need to charge a fee for consultation or not. Um, it's a material in this um, episode. However, people are prepared to pay a high price just to hear somebody telling them something, just to hear somebody saying God says, just to hear somebody telling them that this situation is going to end and it's going to end when and how, what is it that you need to do? We have seen in my country, South Africa, a lot of prophets have risen, some true prophets and some false. And they draw lots of crowds out of desperate people who are prepared to part with their hard-earned money just to hear from God. It's not even just the believers that are desperate. Even servants of God who have not seen much progress in their ministries, the enemy withstanding their ministry is so bad that they are frustrated. The church is not growing. 
there is no funding, there is suffering, people are not getting healed, there's just nothing happening in the church. They need a breakthrough. Some have lost their hard-earned money raising or establishing a ministry. And they see their counterparts progressing and they also want the same thing to happen in their ministries. So they may hear about the devil chasing prophetic giant who is called by some pompous names and they go there because they want intervention. They want help. They want what they see happening in other churches. They want a word from God. They want some guidance. They want some revelation. They want to hear something and they haven't heard from the Lord. You'd remember I spoke about King Saul in previous episode. There was the king who needed to know what God was saying concerning the war that he was going to. He needed to know if he was going to win the battle or not. He had tried praying, but he had no answer. And Samuel had already died and there was no prophet rising to take up the space for Samuel. In any case, he had lost favor with God and the spirit of the Lord God had left him. Now, he didn't sit and travail calling the name of the Lord. Instead, he decided to move forward and look for a word of God from somewhere else. Which voice? Whose voice? Who's speaking to your life? Who is saying, thus says the Lord in your life? Who is telling you what is supposed to happen in your life? That is the question in this episode. People will go where the crowds are going. People will be excited to hear about simple things like ID numbers, even your name. Of course you know your name, even your underwear. Some of the things that are said in the pulpit, in the name of God, they're shameful to say the least. God knows your name. What is this solution? that you seek from God, that you end up settling for somebody telling you what your name is and what your ID number is and then nothing. People judge supernatural utterances by their truthfulness. Of course, you got my ID number right. And then what? What is the Lord saying? Perhaps maybe about the ID number. What is the Lord saying? Perhaps about the clothes that you see me wearing the previous night. What is God saying about the food in my fridge? What is the content of God's message? towards me if you are going to say something people need solution they need to know when and how with whom is my solution coming now people are playing in the pulpit people are calling the name of god in vain and the desperate ones will go and flock and pay money to get that who is speaking to your life at times we tend to think or some will think that a false prophet is somebody that speaks lies that is not true the issue about being a false prophet is recorded in scripture. How do you judge a, pro- a false prophet? The Bible tells us of a story in the book of Acts chapter 16, verse 16 to 18. It is um, the story of um, Apostle Paul and Silas when they went to minister. And as they were ministering, it is written that now it happened as they went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us who brought her masters much profit by fortune telling this girl followed paul and us and cried out saying these men are the servants of the most high god who proclaim to us the way of salvation and this she did for many days but paul greatly annoyed turned and said to the spirit i command you in the name of jesus christ to come out of here and he came out that very hour praise the lord now the words this girl spoke were true We don't test the spirit by its truthfulness. This girl spoke by the spirit of divination and she spoke the truth. So the issue was not that she was telling lies. 
The issue was not that she was a false person speaking lies. She was speaking the truth. She was telling them the truth. These were truly servants of God. So if somebody is telling you the ID number and they get it right, is that revelation? And where is it coming from? Truthfulness is not the standard for testing the prophetic. Now, the slave girl spoke the truth. In fact, today's servants of God might be tickled by such words. When they arise to go to the pulpit, all sorts of accolades are said about them, giving them names. Some of the accolades that are given to some of the servants, they are using names that are even bigger than Elijah and Elisha combined. How do we judge the words that are spoken? Who is speaking? By what spirit are these people speaking? Why are they so pompous? Why are they so bigger than Jesus himself? Who are these people that are speaking in your life? In your desperation to hear the word, in your desperation seeking for solution, who are you listening to? The slave girl pointed people to Paul and Silas. It was true, but it was coming from a spirit of divination. God does not need a person using an evil spirit, an unclean spirit, to proclaim the truth of the word of God. They were servants of the Most High God. It was true, not a lie. They were proclaiming the way of salvation. This was also not a lie. In essence, this girl was a crowd puller for Paul and Silas. But then how far are you going to tolerate a spirit of divination for speaking that speaks to your life and ministry? How far will you tolerate them? If they are pointing people to your church, are you going to clap hands and say, bring them, even if they are using a spirit of divination? Who is speaking? Which voice is speaking? Are these people, the crowds that are being pulled in your church, being pulled by a spirit of divination? Or are they being pulled by the Spirit of God? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So when you are listening to a spirit of divination speaking over your life, even if they are telling you the truth, even if they are telling you the words that you need to hear and desire to hear, is that the right way of getting knowledge, wisdom, and revelation? Is it coming from God or from the pit of hell? You see, the voices that speak, the first voice could be a spirit of divination. They are all kinds. Seers, they are all kinds. Sorcerers, they are different kinds. They are there in the Bible. They are still here even today. Some will even be reading horoscopes, trying to find out how their day is going to turn out. Why don't you ask God, Father, how is my day going to turn out? People are studying their characters on the basis of horoscopes. Who are these people? Where are they getting that information? Whether it is correct or incorrect, who is the source of that information? You'll go to a traditional healer. They will tell you that they've got this information from whomever, a dead spirit. Who are you going to listen to as a child of God? The second thing is that other than the spirit of divination, the voice that could speak to your life could be a true prophet that speaks a lie. A true prophet that speaks a lie. We need to grow up and mature as children of God. Someone may be a true prophet but still lie to you. But because you're not reading the word, you're not praying, you're not seeking the face of God, you'll receive the lie that they tell you. One of the irritating lies that are spoken in the pulpit is that if you leave my church, you'll be cursed. What manner of lie is this one? What manner of prophet or pastor or whatever you call yourself in the pulpit to look at a child of God and say you're going to be cursed because you've left my church. Whose church is that anyway? Has Jesus ever cursed anyone? Has Jesus Christ cursed those people that left him? He never cursed them. 
So there are those that are true prophets, but they will speak lies because they want to manipulate people, because they want people to um, remain in the church. There are people that will come to you and say, God said you must give me money and he's going to bless you. It could be true. Some may be telling you a lie. Because you see, when God wants you to do something, he will tell you. If he wants you to give something else to somebody else, he will tell you, go give this person something. If God sends that person to you, he would have told you first. You might have doubted or maybe you did not even hear clearly. Or maybe even your spiritual ears are not yet sharpened. But when that person says, the Lord says, you'll know. I knew that the Lord was saying something to me. We need to be careful as children of God not to be led astray. The book of 1 Kings chapter 13 captures the story of a prophet that came to see Jeroboam, the king. And um, he told Jeroboam that um, Josiah would rise and he will sacrifice the priest of the high places in the altar. So this was a king, Jeroboam, who was allowing idol worshipping. Um, he had established the high places and this prophet came to tell him, you see, this altar is going to be broken down. The ashes from this altar are going to come out. And the king was very angry. He said, this man must be arrested. As he pointed his finger to this man, his hand withered and the altar split immediately. An immediate fulfillment of a word spoken by the prophet. Now the king, of course, he was now frustrated because his hand was withered. And then he asked that prophet to pray for him. This man of God prayed and the hand was restored. And the king invited him to come and eat at his house. This man refused. He said, First Kings chapter 13 verse 17, For I have been told by the word of the Lord, You shall not eat bread, nor drink water there, nor return by going the way you came. Now, this was a true man of God, and he had spoken a word that was fulfilled immediately. Now, he's invited to go and eat with the king. He says, No, I'm not going. Because God said I must not go eat and I must not return in the same way. Then he left. As he was going, another prophet, another true prophet of God, heard about these things that had happened, about the altar being broken and the king's hand withering and um, the prophet or the servant of God praying for him. Then he was interested in this prophet. He went and followed him. When he found him, he asked him to come home with him, to eat bread and um, this man of God said, no, the Lord said, I must not eat bread. I must not go anywhere. I must not go back in the same way that I came in. Now, this prophet, a true prophet of God said to him, I too am a prophet as you are. And an angel spoke to me by the word of the Lord saying, bring him back with you to your house that he may eat bread and drink water. He was lying to him. First Kings chapter 13 verse 18. Now you can see that this man manipulated the man of God. He wanted, he was probably excited about the prophetic utterances or whatever happened on that day. And he wanted to sit possibly under the minister of this man. But he was a deceitful man, though he was a prophet, a servant of God too. Now this man of God went and ate with him. As they were eating, the word of the Lord came to the lying prophet. The same prophet that lied and said, no, I'm also a prophet. Uh, God said, you must come home with me and eat. Is the same one that started saying now, Thus says the Lord, because you have disobeyed the word of the Lord and have not kept the commandment which the Lord your God commanded you, but you came back, ate bread and drank water in the place of which the Lord said to you, Eat no bread and drink no water. Your corpse shall not come to the tomb of your fathers. So it was 
after he had eaten bread and after he had drunk, that he settled the donkey for him, the prophet whom he had brought back. When he was gone, a lion met him on the road and killed him, and his corpse was thrown on the road, and the donkey stood by it. The lion also stood by the corpse. A sad ending to a prophet, a servant, or a man of God, that had just spoken a very powerful word and saw its fulfillment immediately. The altar was broken. The ashes came out just as he had spoken. But you see, he immediately stopped listening to the voice of God and started listening to the voice of a man. Of course, there's nothing wrong with eating food. He was on a journey, a long journey. He was probably tired. He needed food. But you see, when God has given you instruction, you cannot then listen to an instruction that is contrary to what God has told you. Who is speaking to your life? This man of God did his last assignment and failed to do what God had told him to do. God said, leave after you have spoken. And he didn't. Instead, he listened to another man of God. So you can see that true prophets can lie as well. So as a child of God, you cannot allow another human being to have total control over your life, over your spiritual decisions, to the point that you cannot even go to the Father and ask, Father, did you actually say these things? Because God will tell you, if it doesn't give you peace, perhaps you need to pray harder. Perhaps you need to stay there and wait until God tells you, is this the truth? What voice is speaking in your life? The third voice that can speak to your life is the devil himself. He deceives that one. He tells you lies. He twists the truth and gives you the truth that you want, whereas it's actually a lie. You'd remember the devil tried that with Jesus. He said to him, if you are the son of God, command the stone to become bread. Of course, Jesus Christ was hungry. He needed the food. But you see, child of God, you do not take instructions from the devil, even if it is for your own good. Jesus was hungry. It was for his own good to eat that bread. But by whose instruction? Who is telling you what to do? Who is informing your decisions in life as a child of God? Is it the devil that tells you now it is time for you to take up that job when God has not said so? Simply because it looks like it's a good job. It could be that it's going to frustrate you all the days of your life. If we are lazy to ask God of things, we'll end up taking decisions based on the words of the devil. The devil continued trying Jesus, took him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, all this authority I will give you and their glory. For this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomsoever I wish. Therefore, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. This is what controls some of those famous people today. The devil telling you that he'll give you everything. He'll give you all the money. He'll give you all the fame. He'll give you all the cars and all the houses. Who is speaking in your life? You are a servant of God. The devil will come and say, I will give you a mega church. Your church will be filled to the brim. People will come and pay you a lot of money. I will make you rich. That is the devil speaking. He's offering you his kingdom. And because you are desperate for crowds and for money, you then receive it. You take it from the devil. Who is speaking in your life? This is a thought-provoking message. Be careful who speaks to your life. The devil tried one last time, took Jesus to a Jerusalem on a high pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. 
He quoted scripture. It is written in Psalm 91. He quoted that scripture. But why would Jesus Christ throw himself down to test God the Father at the word of the devil to start with? Why should you test God? The devil tells you you can do this and then God will rescue you. There's so many problems out there. Why should you create another problem? Just want to prove a point that God will do these things for you. There is a story that is told of a servant of God that went into a, a park that keeps lions. And he said nothing will happen to him. He died in there. Another one drowned saying that he's going to walk on water. Recently I saw something about another pastor that said he must be buried. And then in three days um, he will be raised up like Jesus. Foolishness. Foolishness. In the highest order. Why would you do that? Why would God want to prove something like that? Something so foolish. Jesus Christ was killed and died for you and me. Not to be fools. Not to try and prove a point. But God comes in when you are genuinely in need. And he will rescue you. You cannot go straight into the fire and say no. God is going to keep you safe like he did with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. The fire will burn you. Because you are testing God. You are not genuinely in trouble. You put yourself into trouble. And you're saying you want to prove a point. God will leave you in your foolishness. You'll learn a lesson. Which voice speaks to your life? God will tell you, do not marry this one. He's an unbeliever. You'll listen to the voice of the enemy saying, there are no husbands. You get into that marriage, you come back and say, pray for me. Because God has given you a word and you decide to listen to the voice of the enemy. How do we know if this voice that speaks is not of God? The Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 7 verse 15 to 16 and 20 to 23. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from turtles? Therefore by their fruits you'll know them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. This is one scripture that keeps me sober. After you have done everything, then Jesus says, I did not know you. I don't know you. Lord, I served you. I don't know you. It's not every prophet that tells you the truth that is from God. It's not every prophet that does that. But the Bible says by their fruit. What is their fruit? They practice lawlessness. Look at the behavior of the person. I cannot begin to tell you what bad behavior it is. Go and look at the fruit of the spirit and you'll see that it's contrary to what that man or woman is doing. If God is telling you that that is not the right place for you to go, begin to look at the fruit. What is in there? There is the works of the flesh. If you find that, run away, far away from that person. We cannot afford to have voices that tells us things that are contrary to the word of God. We cannot even afford to have the voices that tells us things that are true, but the source is not of God. Because it is God that desires to tell us, to inform us. He has sent us his spirit. The Bible says the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. If you want truth, ask the Holy Spirit. He will lead you into all truth. I'm not saying there's everything wrong with prophets. No ways. We need a prophetic ministry. But we also need mature Christians. Christians that will rightly divide 
the word of truth. Christians that will be able to test the prophecies. People that will be able to look at the scripture like the Perian Jews. They will test and see, is this thing true? Does it line up with the word? Is it consistent with the word of God? The word of the Lord God is true. There is no lie in it. The spirit of the Lord God will lead you into that truth. The word of the Lord God is consistent. If it's not consistent with the word of God, pray and walk away. Our God speaks even today. Listen to his voice. Jesus Christ said, my sheep hear my voice and the voice of the stranger they will not hear. Which voice are you listening to? The stranger might try and lure you to greener pastures that looks green, but they will actually turn brown in no time. Child of God, brothers and sisters, the times we live in require us to be mature Christians. It requires us to be mature Christians. You can't be frustrated and be scared and, and be fearful because somebody said, I curse you. You just need to go and look at the scripture. It will tell you. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17 says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me. There are words that we must condemn and silence. The words that speak evil of your life, silence them, tell them to be quiet. The voice that seeks to drive you away from God, tell them to be quiet. The voice that brings hopelessness in your life, Tell that voice to be quiet. Condemn that voice. Condemn that word. The word that tells you you are a failure. Condemn that word. It is against the word of God. The word that tells you that your marriage will fail, that your husband does not love you. Tell that voice to be quiet. The voice that speaks to your children, driving them to do evil things. Tell that voice to be quiet. The voice that drives you to go and seek solutions that are ungodly. Tell those voices to be quiet. Paul and Silas told the spirit in that girl, come out of her. And that spirit came out. We have to do the same. We have to do the same. We have to tell the spirits to leave. We have to tell the spirit that speaks to our children to leave. We have to tell the spirit that speaks to our husbands to leave. The evil spirit that speaks to your wives, tell them to leave. The evil spirit that speaks in the pulpit, tell them to leave. The evil spirits that speaks in your workplaces, tell them to leave. People are just speaking, gossiping, speaking lies about you. Silence that voice. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God. They pull down strongholds. They cast down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. They bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and punish all disobedience. You cannot afford to listen to the voice of the enemy, even if he's telling you something good. May the Lord sharpen our ears. May we hear his voice speak to us. May we have the revelation of the word in the heart of God in our lifetime. We are not desperate people. The Holy Spirit is here with us. May your ears be sharpened. May you tap into the spiritual realm by the Spirit of the Lord God. The Holy Spirit of the Lord God. Shalom. Thank you for listening to the Word Anchor Podcast. To get copies of my books, The Bride of Jesus, Dear Girl Child, Confessions of a Parent, Victorious Youth, and From the Pit to the Palace, go to Amazon.com. You can buy a hard copy or a Kindle edition. Remember to check out the show notes. Connect with me on social media platforms. Give feedback and continue to spread the word. Tune in for the next episode and make the Word of God your anchor.